0: Hello and welcome back to the ask the color expert podcast today's special guest is Mickey Kravitz he is a musician a radio show host a songwriter a voiceover actor and director A&R and band manager and the reason that he's on this podcast is he has his own hair product line and is not a hairdresser. So I am so excited to have him here and introduce him to you and have him share his passion for a whole new type of product that he felt needed to happen for his own hair. So welcome, Mickey. Thanks for being on the podcast.
1: Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it.
0: So how does a musician, radio host, and all of the things I just shared stumble into the hair industry? I'm very intrigued by that.
1: Well, um, I was always in uh, glam rock bands. So if you're familiar with glam rock bands, it, hair is like 50%. Music is the other 50%. So, <laughs> um, you know, big hair, uh, the whole nine yards. So... Um, most of my life, no matter where I go, it happens two or three times a day, people would be, what band are you in? Who are you? What band are you in? No matter where I go. But about 10, 11 years ago, out of the blue, people started asking me, are you a musician or a hairdresser? And at that time, I was kind of looking for something to do, like a project, something different than just music and everything that I've done. And that started happening two or three times a day. And I thought after about a month of that, I thought, well, maybe I'm supposed to be a hairdresser now. So I actually checked out a couple schools and um, I'm like, man, one thing I don't have is patience. Hmm. So it's hard for me. And I'm like, it's gonna take me at least a year and a half. I can't do that. What am I gonna do for a year and a half? So I thought, well, maybe I could start a hair product line. So I went home after I left to school, actually, got online, found a place that did private labeling. I went over there and they gave me a bunch of products and I hated it. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to put my name on this. It doesn't work. So I got back online. I found a manufacturer with a lab and said, uh, I want to start a couple of products. In my mind, I was just thinking styling at the time. So I go over, I talk to the guy, and he tells me the price. And I'm like, okay, I can do that. And um, that was the very start of it. They have a lab, and it, I, I try to spend about at least six months on every product to make sure. So every week I was getting samples, samples, samples. So the first two products took six months before I got what I would put my name on. Mm-hmm. And I just started with that. I had no money for advertising. Um, I wanted a hair paste, pomade type thing that was very strong. And I wanted a hairspray. Actually in my band days, I tried to get a hairspray endorsement actually (laughs) back before the (laughs) internet. So I I, couldn't get it, of course. But um, so I started, I got those two products, which I have this hairspray and this hair paste actually. (laughs) And um, got online and started going to every message board, whatever you could possibly do to promote, because I had no advertising money and just started putting links and promoting and promoting like eight hours a day until I got a sale. And I got another another sale, another sale, another sale. And then it just started. It just grew from there.
0: So you don't have a hairdresser that's your best friend. There's no other connection to the hair industry. You were just like, I need big band hair. I need a product to perform. I'm not able to find it. I'm going to make it myself.
1: Right. Basically. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. I hairdresser friends now, like, cause I use all my products and it does make your hair grow. I have to get my hair cut once a week because it just gets, it grows out of shape. So,
0: so is that a happy accident that some of the products that you created end up encouraging hair growth?
1: Yeah, actually with my first two products at the very end of the meeting, when I got them, the, um, the a couple people in the lab go, oh, by the way, these are non comedogenic. And I'm like, what's that mean? <laughs> 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 they go, well, it won't clog the pores, this or that. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. Is that a good selling point? <laughs> and they go, yes. And actually that's what grew the product line in the beginning It was non-comedogenic people that hadn't, I got emails from people that hadn't been able to use products for years, mm. breakouts or this or that. So that was a total accident.
0: Well, look at, look at Viagra, how that happened, right? That no, was right? a total, total accident. <laughs> it's like a bajillion dollar industry.
1: Right. Um,
0: I think um, is it Rogaine or Minoxidil? One of those hair growth products, again, was an accident. It was a product that was meant for something else. Um, it's crazy how things happen like that, but it's it's a good, good happy accident. So it, your distribution now, where, where have you gone in growth? Do you still have to sit and post things on the internet? Has it grown on its own? Is uh, it in it, salons? Where, where do you sell to now?
1: It, it, I do, because I like to work. So I'm always promoting, always. I I look at promoting this as I did when I was in a band, you know, full time. On Sunset Strip, one flyer at a time to people. Come to the show, come to the show, come to the show. So I still use that kind of old school practice with my hair product line. No matter what, I'm still gonna work and promote it because it's got my name on it and I want to grow it and grow it and grow it. Um, I sell from my website and I sell on Amazon. Um, I'm always looking for a distributor. In the very beginning, I did put it in a few salons, but it got uh too much of a headache because you know I had that dozen over here, a dozen over there, a dozen here and there. And you know, nobody really cared. And most hairdressers today will say everybody buys from Amazon anyway. So once I got on Amazon, life changed.
0: So you don't even have to do anything to promote it on there. People just find it on their own on Amazon. They
1: just find it word of mouth. Um, You know, I do, you know, Amazon ads, that kind of thing.
0: Okay. So where, what's next for you? Like now that you have this product line you've seen, it's so, first of all, kudos to you because we chatted a little bit before we started recording about how difficult it is to compete in a billion dollar industry where you have the PNGs, and the L'Oreal's and the, you know, Estee Lauder's, all of these big giants have millions upon millions of advertising dollars, but the proof is in the pudding if it performs or not, you know, you could have a beautiful product that is the packaging is absolutely stunning and it's expensive and you think you're getting the Holy grail. And then, you know, something that as generic as, um, you know, Ponce cold cream, like women have beautiful skin that use Ponce cold cream and it's the most generic old school thing. So first of all, I love your organic marketing because I'm an old school marketer. I always say, if everybody's going right, I'm going left. If everybody's doing emails, I'm doing postcards. I always try to do the opposite of what everybody else is doing because there's something to that grassroots authenticity of, first of all, the creator of the brand promoting it. How cool is that when you hear it right from your mouth, um, your passion behind it and, and the purpose of having the product, it's much more exhausting and difficult for you, as you know, um, than having it on a brand like Amazon, um, for hairdressers, there's, there's like two schools with Amazon, you know, we, we have, the Amazon truck, the guy practically should eat holiday dinners here because we have something coming every single day from Amazon. Because, especially in the pandemic, there's really nothing easier than click. Sometimes I'll click on something and I'll get it that day, four right. hours later because that one of their distribution centers. So, the internet has changed everything, and if you're not doing something, you know, online, you're really going to have a hard time being seen. So. What, what has been the biggest hurdle for you as far as being seen, being found by people?
1: Um, well, going, uh, what you, when you started the question is if I would have known uh, all the ins and outs of starting a hair product line and I, I, I don't really think about those things. If I get an idea and I really, really believe in it, I don't pay attention to all the big brands, what they're doing, how they do it, how much money they have. Because then I'm like, I'm never going to win. I'm never going to be able to compete. So I just put my head down and go, I'm going to start a product line and I'm going to put my name on it. It's going to be the best that I can possibly get. Even if it costs me a little more than saying just a a generic brand, Mm -hmm. I'm fine with that. So I don't want to know anything. Cause then, you know, I lose my drive. I lose my passion. It's like a band. It's like when you, you know, nobody knows you in the beginning, you're just writing your songs. You really believe in them and you know, you're going to sell them to the world. You know what I mean? Cause that's your coming from your soul basically. So it's the same thing. If I know too much, I, I, am going to be like ah oh, too much work. I can't do it.
0: So true. And that's what, what holds people back a lot with social media, the more time you spend on there you tend to fall into the trap of comparison, you know, who has more followers, who has this, who has that. And I feel so bad for this younger generation because they were, they grew up that way. They don't have, they don't know any other way. And it's hard for them not to compare themselves, but I love that innocent, you know, just jump in and figure it out attitude because that's how I've always, every business I've ever done since getting out of high school has been, Don't overthink it. Just do it. And when you need help, just ask, you know, it's really that simple. There's always going to be somebody to answer a question for you. I am 35 years as an entrepreneur, and I just found out about a group called score. Are you familiar with them? Score? Score. It's an acronym. It's S-C-O-R-E. It is this limitless resource to go to where if you have any question whatsoever in business. You type it into this um, website and they have retired attorneys. Um, there's like lawyers, accountants, um, people who specialize in, you know, incorporating, incorporating your business and, and all of those things. And it's totally free. It's like a free mentorship. Right. So I've spent, you know, countless times on Zoom calls with people, and because I was brand new to the online virtual education. And I was one of the first people doing it. So there was nobody to ask, how do you, how do you do this? How do you collect payment? Is there tax on an online product? Like, like you, you know, it was just, this is something that I want to provide. I'm going to, I'm going to figure it out. Eventually I just started doing it and then figured it out as I went. Right. So I love that you did that because if, if, again, if you think too much about anything, you wouldn't leave your house. I know, <laughs> right?
1: Terrified. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, now I have, um, it grew from those two products to, you know, the hair growth support shampoos conditioner. And then I got people asking me, well, I have blonde hair. I'm like, well, so do I, you know, highlight my own hair anyway. So I, well, I'm going to make that same shampoo conditioner, a purple version. So I have that. And then I have my hair growth serum and eyelash growth serum that recently came out and they have Redenzel in it which redensil won all these awards. It's twice as effective as minoxidil with no side effects. And if the uh, hair follicle is not dead, you have a 80% chance of growing hair. If the follicle is mm-hmm. dead, no matter what you use, it's not growing back. You're going to mm-hmm. have plugs or whatever you're going to do. And um, then I have an eyebrow serum coming out very soon.
0: Hmm, that's interesting. I, you know, from tweezing and plucking and, and all of the things, my tails are gone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm not a big fan of the um eyebrow tattooing. I'm at a loss for the word right now. Microblading is it called? Right, right, right. Um, where they tattoo it on. It just looks like two dark swirls I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm not a big fan. And I'm also too lazy to powder or pencil in my eyebrows. So I'm very intrigued by your eyebrow serum. That's something I would try. Now, have you had any issues with, remember when the eyelash serums first came out, they were saying it was changing the color of people's eyes. That made me afraid to try that.
1: Yeah, no, I haven't had any issues with that. Um, We, like I said, I test all my products out and I give them to friends and hairdressers and stuff for each product takes about six months. Um, The eyelash, can, should only be a certain strength so it doesn't burn or irritate the eye or anything. So with the eyebrow, it has some different ingredients but it also has a redensal, but it can be stronger. So it will work a little faster because it's not near the eyeball.
0: Right, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm, I'm with my luck, I'll put it up here on the eyebrow and then I'll grow a beard if it trips down <laughs> my face. I'm I'm that sensitive person that anything that can go wrong will go wrong. My well, best friend, I was complaining about my skin all of a sudden I live in Florida now and my skin is just getting so dry, too much sun, too much everything. She sent me the purest form of coconut oil. It's liquid, um it's fractionated I think it's called fractionated coconut oil. And the first day that I started using it, I said I called her I said, "You witch, why have you been hiding this from me? This is the freaking fountain of youth." My legs, I feel like they are like totally different legs. I'm loving this. So then I proceeded to go What about my bingo lady arms? I want to put it under here to tighten up that. And what about the back of the arms? And what about the neck? So I start slathering this liquid fractionated coconut oil all over me and I'm loving it. The smell is amazing. And I wake up in the morning and I'm covered in itchy hives under my armpits and really? my thighs. And I'm like, oh my, for the love of God, it's the most natural thing. It's a coconut oil. It's so natural and I'm still allergic. So I am that yeah. girl that if something is to go wrong, it will go wrong for me. So I always have to try things really you know, carefully, like maybe do it on one eyebrow and see what happens <laughs> before right, I put you. it on both.
1: <laughs> I haven't had any issues or any problems or anyone saying anything. I mean, if you stick it right in your eyeball, yeah, it will burn.
0: <laughs> and anything's gonna, anything's gonna go wrong with that. That's amazing. So how has your career, how do you have the stamina to continue with the music? Like, are you actually on stage performing or is it more the radio stuff now and you've kind of taken more of a, well, a manager backseat kind of I'm thing? I'm not
1: even doing any, okay. So I'll give you, a, I'll do it really brief. Okay, so I got a record deal pretty much out of high school. We moved from Kansas City. Um, did the whole LA club thing for years. Um, and I'm always liking to start things. Okay, so um in the 90s, I had the idea to start a restaurant, a pizza restaurant, because I wanted the box to look like a record.
0: Oh my that. god, that's awesome.
1: <laughs> rock and roll pizza on Lancasham in North Hollywood. Had that for like three years the owner of the building was not cooperating with us trying to raise the rent so i closed that and i was like talking to a friend of mine i go yeah i want to do radio and he goes well let's start an internet radio station so in 97 i started the very first internet radio station that had live audio live video and uh chat room so it's completely interactive Interviewed wow. the biggest bands in the world and my interviews were five or six hours long. I'd find out what they like to drink, eat, get them drunk. No one would leave <laughs> and uh, had great interviews. And that was in the, in the early 2000s, the internet was, you know, kind of uh, crashing. There was no money, no way to make money. I had twenty five DJs right. working for free for four years doing this. We mm. loved it. And we're like, well, we can't get any money. So I go, well, I can do regular radio. I've been doing this for four years now. So I started doing radio. Then I got uh, an opportunity from a Turkish network to dub Turkish TV shows to English. So I got a studio. I started, I did that for like five years. And then they started kind of drying up with work. And then uh, just kind of did a few things, recorded some songs here and there and then came across starting the hair product line.
0: That's amazing. So much diversity in in what you've done and I love the just I want a pizza box that looks like a record so I'm going to open a pizza store. Um yeah. have you ever heard of human design? No. It's in the it's in the kind of woo-woo world of not really astrology but kind of it's your date of birth and place of birth and time of birth is the only thing that you need to do. You can go online and plug it into like a, almost like a calculator. And I almost guarantee that you're a manifesting generator. Cause that's what I am. And we love starting things, new projects, new ideas. And we're so driven by the startup that once things get going and things get easy, we're kind of over it. It's like, oh, that got too easy. I need to do something else. And totally- right usually unrelated. And to other people, it can appear that it's like you're you're quitting. You know, you're like, you're not following. No, you're following through. You did it. You, you've been there, done that, done, move on to the next thing. So I would be curious right. if you did your human design, what you would be. It's really interesting because you find out that the very thing that people tried to squash in you, like for me in, in Catholic grade school and high school, It was always the dreamer, the chitty chatter, you know, stop talking and stop asking questions and stop this and stop that. They're what I do for a living now. So when I found out what my human design was, I was like, I will never apologize for those qualities of me that I love that make me unique because that's why... I'm able to do what I do because I I'm not afraid to get on video and talk to people, and right. I don't overthink things. And you don't overthink things, you know. There's the overthinker that's still talking about the invention that they thought of 20 years ago that's now a billion dollar business because they didn't take any action. Exactly. So I love I love that you're just like, hey, what's the worst that can happen? You know, just yeah. keep keep on keeping on.
1: I like I said, I love working. I love uh, letting people know about. My product line because it really works and like it's just one person at a time word of mouth and it keeps growing a little bit and a little bit i've been doing it 10 years now and it's still growing a little bit every month
0: that's amazing and especially in this economy that says a lot so when people are listening how can they find your products and chart and uh, try them out do you want them to come to you to go on amazon where would you send them
1: both uh, my website is MacHair, m-a-k um, they can go to Amazon and look up Mickey Allen Kravitz and uh, they'll find it e- in either place.
0: That's awesome. Have you tried QVC? That that can be a really great...
1: Actually, um, I've heard stories about QVC and and, and, and even Walmart, actually. They've uh, they've killed more people than they've made them money. I,
0: yeah, I can see that.
1: You, uh, QVC wants like, you know, 100,000 units in their warehouse before you go on. And if you don't sell them, I'm like-
0: You're stuck with them. Yeah, I have a friend who did that. (laughs) She sold out the first three visits and then QVC keeps upping the minimum that she had to have. And they said, we don't like the packaging change. the Like they were dictating what she did with everything. And then to your point, you know, you sell out two times and then you go on the third time and the inventory is upped by, you know, double- and it doesn't sell out you have to then take everything back uvc has no risk whatsoever well, it's and I've walmart, actually a brilliant business model on their end
1: exactly i heard walmart is basically the same thing i mean if you really? get walmart they want a lot of product and in 30 days if it doesn't sell no money 30
0: days is all you have wow
1: i mean i'm not 100 sure on that but it, it, it's just i've heard stories that they've hurt more people than they've helped
0: yeah, I can see that for sure. Well, you are a very interesting person to chat with. I, I love that you were on the uh, podcast sharing your journey with music and all of the different entrepreneurship ideas. I hope you never stop. I can't wait to see what's next for you. Can't wait for the eyebrow serum. I'm going to be hitting yes. you up for that. I'm going to try that for my tail. I will
1: send you one <laughs> to try out. I've already got the bottles. I'm just waiting to get them filled, working on the artwork for the boxes, that kind of thing.
0: That's awesome. Well, if you're listening, reach out to Mickey, check out his products. And thank you again for being here. And we will see you all on the next one.
1: Well, thank you very much for having me. I enjoyed it.
0: Thank you for listening to the Ask the Color Expert podcast. Please subscribe and be sure to leave a review. For more information on hair color education, please visit my website, www.expertcolorsolutions.com. See you soon.